Hello and welcome to My Favorite Husband from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. It's time for My Favorite Husband, starring Lucille Ball. Hello, everybody. Yes, it's the Gay Family series starring Lucille Ball with Richard Denning. Transcribed and brought to you by the Jell-O family of Red Letter Desserts. And now Lucille Ball with Richard Denning as Liz and George Cooper. Two people who live together and like it. As we look in on the Coopers, it's morning and we find Liz Cooper in the living room. Katie, the maid, has just brought in the mail. Here you are, Mrs. Cooper. Here's the morning mail. Oh, thanks, Katie. Ooh, good. There's a big stack of it. Let's see now. One for George and one for George and one for George. One for George. Oh, don't feel bad, Mrs. Cooper. I'll write you a letter. Wouldn't do any good. The postmaster doesn't like me. If I don't get some mail pretty soon, I'm going to take from another company. <laughs> oh, Mrs. Cooper. <laughs> anyway, George got enough for both of us. Look at this letter, Katie, from his college. Oh, I hope it isn't another meeting of the Pep and Rally Committee. He's still on that, you know. Isn't Mr. Cooper rather old for that sort of stuff? Old? Why, Katie, George is young, vibrant. That's what I love about him. He stays so healthy and strong and young. Uh, yes, Mrs. Cooper. <laughs> oh, my goodness. What's the matter? This letter for George. Look, it's from the War Department. Why would they be writing to George? Do you suppose he's been drafted? Drafted? What do they want with an old man like him? <laughs> Hmm. The flaps certainly stuck tight. Wait a minute. I think if I scrunch up the envelope, I can peek in through the little window in the front. Is that ethical? Certainly. They put the window there, didn't they? <laughs> they didn't want people to peek in. They would have put a shade on it. That makes sense. Now, let's see. Well, the government is certainly late with their Christmas cards. Christmas cards? It must be. I can only see the first word, but it says greetings. <laughs> you better scrunch a few more words out, Mrs. Cooper. Okay. You are requested to report to local draft board number eight. Wednesday morning at eight o'clock. Katie, George is being drafted. Oh, dear. This is terrible. Well, that's the thanks you get for doing a good job. Good job. Yes. George won the last war for them. Now they want him to do it all over again. Mr. Atterbury, could I see you a moment? George, boy, certainly. Come in. Now, what is it? I wonder if I could have a day off next week. What? Well, it's uh, pretty important, or I wouldn't ask. Uh, I have to go down to the draft board. George Ward, congratulations. I'm proud of you. 
one of our boys going into the service. And I was just going to give you a raise, too. <laughs> well, don't you worry. We'll hold your job for you. Here, have a cigar. <laughs> Thanks, Mr. Atterbury. Uh, but uh, you don't understand. I'm just filling in on the draft board for a friend of mine, Dave Janice. Oh, you're not being drafted? No, I I'm just serving on the board. Uh, give me back the cigar. <laughs> well, it's sure nice to know you're going to give me a raise. Raise? <laughs> I was afraid of that. But understand, boy, you can still have your job back. Oh, thanks. I'll only be gone a day. Well, it's all right. You can work on the next holiday and make it up. <laughs> well, I don't know yet uh, what day I'm supposed to serve. I should have a letter at home telling me when. Well, boy, actually, you're doing a great service. It's important to serve on the draft board. I did it during the last war, you know. And incidentally, let me give you a word of advice. Yes, sir. Don't tell Liz what you're doing. Why not? Well, I made the mistake of telling Iris when I was on the board. All the women in her bridge club were on my neck. Women? Yes. They gave me the choice of stationing their sons near home or making them four-star generals. <laughs> hey, I never thought of that. Uh, well, I, I won't mention a word to Liz. Good, good. Oh, and, boy, I'm sorry. I was a little brusque a moment ago about what I promised you. You can have it. The raise? No, the cigar. <laughs> you were going to tell me. Iris, George has been... Ah. Ah. <laughs> George has been... Ah. Uh, try it once more. <laughs> George has been... Ah. Well, that's what he's been, all right. <laughs> George has been drafted. Drafted? George who? <laughs> My George. Oh, now, Liz, calm down. When did you find it out? The letter just came this morning. Well, what does George think about it? He doesn't know it yet. I scrunched up the envelope and looked in through the little window in the front. Oh. Well, Liz, I don't understand. Why should they take George? I don't know. But they'll probably take him right away, and I won't see him for years and years. And I'll be home waiting and waiting all alone. <laughs> oh, well, now, don't you cry, Iris. You've got to help me be brave. I was just thinking about Rudolph. They won't take him. I know, that's why I'm crying. <laughs> oh, I don't mean that. I'm so upset, I don't know what I'm saying. Iris, Iris, we mustn't cry like this. Here, here's a queen hanky. Thanks. You're right, girl. Crying doesn't help. <laughs> We've got to be brave. It's up to women to be strong in a moment of crisis. On a girl, girl. <laughs> <laughs> 
more tears. No more tears. We won't even think about it. No. What's new, Iris? Nothing. What's new with you? Nothing. Here comes our little soldier up the walk. Are you ready to show him how much we appreciate him? Already. Hi, everybody. Hi, George, you big, adorable husband, you. Hi, Mr. Cooper, you big, wonderful boss, you. Give me a kiss. Me too. What? <laughs> I, I mean, give me your hat. Well, what brought this on? Nothing. We're just glad to see you, that's all. Come on in the living room. Yeah, well, wait, I... Your I just... easy chair is just waiting for you. Well, but I have... Now ha- sit down and get cozy, George. Here's your pipe. And here's your slippers. Well, thanks, but you see, And I... here's the evening paper. And here's your smoking jacket. Now, first the left arm, Well, darling. but Liz, Now I... the right arm. But Katie... There. Now, do you need anything else to make you comfortable, darling? Yes. I'd like to get up and take off my overcoat. <laughs> Oh, sorry. What's going on around here anyway? Why, nothing, George. Katie and I just want to make you happy, that's all. Well, okay, but something tells me this is going to cost me money. Uh, was there any mail? <gasps> yes, dear. It's right there on the table. I'll go put dinner on. Bill, Bill, Bill. Hmm. Uh-huh. Well, George? Well, what? Finish reading your mail? Yes. Well? Well, what? Was it interesting? Fairly. Well? Well, what? Uh... Honey, is there something on your mind? No, no, I'll I'll go help Katie with dinner. How's he taking it, Mrs. Cooper? Katie, you know what he's doing? He's keeping it from me. He's sparing me until the last possible moment. Wouldn't you know Mr. Cooper would act like that? Bless his brave little heart. (laughs) If he can keep a stiff upper lip, so can I. Come on, George. Dinner's ready. Good. I'm starved. Hmm. Smells wonderful. What are we having? Turkey and dressing and candied sweet potatoes. Gosh, that's my favorite meal. Yes, dear. You know, Liz, the way you run this house, it's a pleasure to come home every night. Every night? Yes, sir. What's for dessert? Jello! <laughs> hey, Liz, come back here. What's the matter? <laughs> we look in on the Coopers once again, Liz mistakenly thinks George has been drafted and is trying to be brave about the whole thing. Well, all she's succeeded in doing so far is completely confusing George, as Mr. Atterbury is finding out. George, boy, may I talk to you a minute? Oh, certainly. Come on in, Mr. Hathaway. George. Oh, Mr. Atterbury. Uh, That's right. 
Atterbury. You may recall me. I've been your boss for ten years. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry, sir. I've been a little vague all day. A little vague? Boy, that's what I want to talk to you about. Here, can you identify this? My lunch? I wondered where that had gone. Oh, it's all right, George. We found it in the filing cabinet. <laughs> oh, gee, that was stupid of me. Well, I'll say this, boy. You aren't completely gone. It was filed under L. <laughs> there is something that puzzles me, however. Yeah, what's that? How did the Lloyd account taste? <laughs> I didn't. No, no. We found it in your lunchbox. How do you like that? Not very well, and I'd like an explanation. Now, watch this sudden lapse, boy. Well, to tell you the truth, sir, I'm worried about Liz. What's Miss Tanglefoot done now? <laughs> That's just it. I don't know. Last night, when I went home, Liz wasn't herself. And you're complaining? <laughs> oh, you don't understand. First, she was happy, and then just a few minutes later, for no reason at all, she started to cry. Crying for no reason at all, eh? Yeah. And then later on in the evening, she was singing and making jokes, and, well, and the next minute, she burst into tears. I don't get it. Don't you? <laughs> I do. Pop. <laughs> what? Get it, boy? You're going to be a father. Me? Father? Well, of course. That's it. Liz is going to have a baby. Women always act like that. Me? Father? Yes. Congratulations, boy. Me? Father? Yes. You, father, Liz, mother, me, Tarzan. I can't get over it. I'm going to be a father. Oh, Liz is going to be a mother. It does, unless things have changed lately. Oh, gee, it's hard to believe. It, do you really think that's why Liz has been acting so funny? Take my word for it, boy. That's undoubtedly the reason. I wonder what it'll be. Well, it's just a wild guess, but it will probably be a baby. <laughs> gee, I wonder why Liz hasn't told me. Well, women are funny about those things, George. Now, whatever you do, don't let on you suspect. Let her break the news when she wants to. She'll probably play coy and let you catch her knitting little thing. Oh, gee, I, I'd better sit down. I feel kind of weak. Oh, no wonder you haven't had any lunch. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I'd better eat and keep up my strength. After all, I'm eating for two now. <laughs> Mrs. Cooper, Mrs. Atterbury's here. Oh, hi, Iris. Come on in. Well, girl, has George told you he's going into the army yet? Not a word. Sometimes I think he doesn't plan to tell me at all. Uh, doesn't he think you'll get suspicious after he's gone two or three months? <laughs> well, it's just that he hates to hurt me. Wonderful, George. Yeah. What are you doing, knitting? Yes, I thought he should have some nice warm socks to wear in the army. Do <laughs> you think these will fit, George? Hold them up. Hmm. 
Aren't his feet the same size? <laughs> Darn it. I thought the left sock was going faster. Well, I'll have to rip the foot out. Well, I better run along and let you finish, though. Yeah, I have to get them finished before George gets home. He gets drafted tomorrow morning, and I can't let him see me knitting these so he doesn't suspect that I know. Yeah, well, I'll let myself out. See you tonight for canasta. Yeah, I hope George has told me by then. Then we can all talk about it. Oh, yes, I've been dying to tell Rudolph. Don't you dare. Well, it... Oh, so long, girl. <laughs> Happy knitting. Knit one... Pearl one, knit one, pearl two, oops, drop one. <laughs> Iris, did you forget something? No, honey, it's me. Iris just left. George, don't come in. I mean, hello. I mean, what's wait. the matter with you, Liz? Nothing. Nothing, huh? <laughs> <laughs> come on, now, what are you holding behind your back? Behind my back? Nothing. <laughs> it looks like knitting needles to me. <laughs> it does? Yeah. Let me see. No, no. No, no, I am knitting something, George, but it's kind of a surprise. All right, honey. Don't you show it to me until you get good and ready. Uh, I'll get it. No, I'll get it. Oh, but you have to save your strength. No, you have to save your strength. <laughs> Well, somebody should get it. I will. Uh, you just sit right there, Mother. Well, you don't have to get nasty about it. <laughs> I'll be right back. Hello? Well, boy? You were right. Did she tell you, boy? Well, not yet, but when I came home, she was knitting. Old tiny garments. <laughs> yes, she wouldn't let me see them, but I know that's what they were. Do you suppose she'll tell us tonight when we come over to play canasta? Oh, probably, but you know how women are. They like to break the news themselves, so don't tell Iris. Don't worry. For once in my life, I know a juicy morsel before she does. I'm not likely to tell Big Ear. <laughs> Good. I'll, I'll see you tonight. Fine. Goodbye, Dad. <laughs> I'll get it, honey. No, I'll get it. It's probably the Atterbury. I'll get it. Now, you stay right there in that chair. Well, all right. I can't go anyway. You haven't let me move for two hours. My foot's asleep. <laughs> I'll try to wake it up. George boy, Liz girl. Liz girl, George boy. Ah, come on in. <laughs> well, how's everything? Liz! What? You shouldn't be jumping up and down like that. I should say not. Stop it. Why? Well, because... Well, what would you do if you were in my condition? <laughs> don't, don't try to answer that, George. There. That's better. It's awake now. What is? My foot. It went to sleep. Oh, foot, foot, asleep. Oh, yes, yes, of course. Hey, Wilson, has he said anything yet? Not a word. 
What are you two whispering about? Oh, nothing, nothing. George boy, she told you yet? No, no, not yet. What are you two whispering about? <laughs> yeah. Oh, nothing, nothing. <laughs> uh, look, group. <laughs> Fellow whisperers. I have a feeling that there is someone in this room who has something to tell the rest of us. Now, why not come out with it? Good idea. You're fine. Yeah, come on. <laughs> oh, come now. We're all friends. Out with it. There's no need to hide things any longer. Yeah, of course not. No. Let's have it. <laughs> Start the ball rolling. Uh, Liz, do you know when it's going to be? Well, I don't know why you ask me, but yes, I know. When's it going to be? Tomorrow morning. You're... Tomorrow morning? Oh, Liz, sit down. You have to rest, dear. Liz? Huh? Liz, why don't you give him the socks now? All right. Uh, George, I have a little surprise for you. Here, I knitted them myself. How do you like them? Oh, fine, dear. A swell. What are they? <laughs> oh, George, anyone can see what they are. Sure. They're two little pullover sweaters with hoods. <laughs> oh. Two? Oh, why two, Liz? Well, George, after all, that's the normal number. <laughs> yes, I thought you'd look pretty silly walking around with one. <laughs> Maybe you'd like three? No, no, two will be fine. Oh, <laughs> George, George, I only want to say one thing. I'm proud of you. <laughs> So am I. Oh, tomorrow's going to be the happiest day of my life. What? Are you glad? Well, certainly I'm glad, aren't you? I should say not. I'm mad. You know who's to blame for the whole thing, don't you? What? Well, who? Those darn Chinese communists. Oh, yeah. What are you talking about, Liz? I'm talking about your being drafted. What do you think I'm talking about? Drafted? Well, aren't you having a baby? A baby? A baby? Of course not. Well, I'm not being drafted either. Dave Janice is away, and I'm just taking his place on the draft board. Well, that's a fine thing, deceiving me like that. Deceiving you? I did... How'd you know about it anyway? I peeked in the letter from the draft board. Well, that's what you get for being Snoopy. Snoopy? George Cooper, as far as I'm concerned, you can go into the Army. What? And it wouldn't surprise me if you did either. It'd be just like you to run away and join the army and leave me with our only child.
You have been listening to My Favorite Husband, starring Lucille Ball with Richard Denning, and based on characters created by Isabel Scott Rorick. Tonight's transcribed program was produced and directed by Jess Oppenheimer, who wrote the script with Madeline Pugh and Bob Carroll, Jr. Original music was composed by Marlon Skiles and conducted by Wilbur Hatch. Mr. and Mrs. Atterbury were played by Gail Gordon and B. Benaderet. The part of Katie the maid was played by Ruth Parrott. Be sure to watch for Lucille Ball as a would-be cosmetic dealer in her latest Columbia picture, The Fuller Brush Girl. Bob Lamont speaking. (laughs) 